1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: All right, it's now time to turn the show over to our dear listeners and let them ask the questions of us here for our Twitter mailbag. And we're going to start off here with our buddy, our our good friend, our good listener, a uh, Tolo over at 105 Through the Fan, and also a uh, a loyal listener here and Love the Star, Dr. Mark. And Dr. Mark says, how much of Jalen Tolbert's struggles were his own and how much, if any, were due to deficient quarterback play from Cooper Rush? Uh, some of it maybe is, is Rush. Like I, I don't know who you – who would you give that interception to on the fourth down? Would you say that that was an issue with Cooper Rush or was that Jalen Tolbert's, you know, where he ran the route? Man, or
1: I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I wish Cooper Rush – I it looked to me like he was very predetermined where he was going to throw that football. yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, man, he had Rico Dowdle, I believe, in the flat that just, just took off down the left side there and just almost like an arrow just went, you know, and nobody went with him. And it could be one of those things, if he throws him the ball in that situation, it's a it's the ball is going for inside the red zone. I mean, it's going to be a sizable game. Um, Cooper tends to throw the ball kind of just into a predetermined area. Christy Scales said from the sideline last night that the ball came out of his hand really funny.
0: Yeah, it It did. It it wobbled.
1: It wasn't a spiral. And it just so maybe you're in a situation, again, not trying to make uh, Jalen Tolbert a, you know, give him a break here or a pass. He was covered very, very well on the play. But for some reason, that ball had no direction and really no zip on it. For any anybody's good there, so uh, I don't think the, that he gets blamed for that one. But we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, I felt like there was a couple of times where he crumpled a little bit. Yep, his body, his body strength just left him, and I think that cost him in a couple a couple of plays uh, in that game.
0: Uh, question from TJ McCauley the battle for running back 3 does Rico Dowdle or Malik Davis have any clear advantage does he either play special teams you know i still feel like dowdle's the guy they like a lot I, I you know the old famous joseph randall quote about leaving meat on the bone uh, right. out there i feel like dowdle really doesn't leave meat on the bone i feel like he gets pretty much everything that's out there for him when he when he touches the ball and and he does return kicks so that's a positive aspect but i also know they really like Malik Davis. They believe yeah. Malik Davis is a complete back who can do everything they need. Um, so honestly, I, th- I think both those guys have a are good shot to make this roster. But I do think Dowdle is ahead of Davis for them right now.
1: You know, it's funny you say that, Bob, because I watched Davis play at Florida, and they—I think they had three or four backs. I never saw him. You know, it wasn't like he got any kind of real rhythm in the game. Yeah, and you didn't. He looks better as a pro than he did at Florida. And and you talk about the complete back. Yeah, he is tough on the blitz pickup. He catched the catches the ball well. That was something he did at Florida. But they didn't have a lot of opportunities to really, really run. I remember watching all his carries. I'm like, man, he didn't get very many carries here. But he's doing a nice job. Um you know, when when uh when Dowdle was out with COVID. Yeah. Uh, I was following along with you guys. I know Todd Archer from ESPN was talking about the number of reps. I know you mentioned the number of reps he was getting when you were watching practice. He looks like a better pro. And they – matter of fact, I remember this vividly because you told me, you said in the, in the spring, you go, you got to watch this guy because they really, really like him. And that's really the only reason because if you look at the numbers from Florida, they're not really super impressive at all. No. And but they were on him. And he was even a thirty visit guy. Yeah. I mean, they they had they had a vision for the player. And I man, it's I think the nod right now would go to Dowdle because they know him a little bit better. But there might be enough people I I guarantee there's a lot of people in the league now that are like going, What do we have on the Davis guy coming? Oh, we had him as a priority free agent. We had him as a free agent. We had him as an undraftable guy. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of scouts that are going, well, maybe he should have been on our board because he's running with some toughness right now.
0: If if Pollard is going to be splitting time, essentially, and, not be, and he's not a full-time running back, do you think there's room to have Davis and Dowdle on the roster? Or is that just too heavy?
1: Man, that's asking a lot. That really is. Because I have a feeling they're going to have to carry an extra receiver because of the situation. We'll see with Gallup how that – I keep – I keep throwing it out there about that they know something that we don't know that, you know, that's why they're not really concerned about what's going on at wide receiver. But I think it would be very, very hard for them to carry four running backs just because I think they're going to need, I think they're going to need other spots. You know, I think they're going to need to find ways to, they might want to carry an extra defensive back. They might need to carry an extra linebacker. You know, there's, I was really kind of disappointed when I watched, Jabril Cox working out with the early group yeah you know, with the the group that you that the, the, the don't play group because I was thinking man if he could just get in there and show me a little bit but you know, they might have to keep they might have to keep an extra linebacker too
0: Steven Johnson says uh cornerback number 26 that's Kyron Brown Got uh, hurt, yeah. Uh, he, after did, he, he did. Broke up he did. He got dinged up at the end. But he said, uh, "Why is he not getting love for his play? Two crucial pass breakups could have had yeah. a pick six. He was really good last night. He had two really he nice was. plays in in the goal to go situations. Broke up a play on fourth down. Had that other pass breakup where he got hurt. Man, it's just it's such a deep room. I'd have trouble seeing him make the roster. But he he was impressive last night, and he's had a couple good practices."
1: He's going to get more opportunity. You know, that's we're going to have a
0: game against
1: Seattle, where I guarantee he's going to play the, into, the entire game. You know, yeah, him and Isaac Taylor Stewart, our guy, they're going to play. They're going to play a, a whole whole game. Uh, Quandre Mosley, that's another guy that's going
0: to. <laughs> Mosley you know, had been, some good and some bad last night. He sure
1: did. He sure did. But those cats are going to get. Uh, they're going to get a lot of work uh, in the next couple of weeks.
0: Question from Tyler Bame, and and this is you know this is a little bit like the uh, the old kiss Mary kill, which is you know I'm I'm keeping that as G rated as possible. But Tyler Bame says uh, start bench cut. So I'm assuming if one of your three goes down, you got to pick a starter. But start bench cut. Deron Bland, Nishawn Wright, Kelvin Joseph, Brian. I don't know about you. My position right now would be if I got asked, I would say start. Start Deron Bland, keep Nashawn Wright on the bench, and just move on from Kelvin Joseph.
1: Yeah, you've been very uh, adamant. Matter of fact, on the Cowboys pregame show on Saturday, I believe that Ari Tempkin and Barry Church asked you that question about what you thought about, uh, you know, Joseph, and uh, that's a difficult one because I feel like that Joseph's a better player than Wright. He just hasn't. Played like a better player,
0: more talent. He, and, he's and, incredibly and, and, talented. And
1: that type of talent, and you keep waiting, keep waiting, keep waiting. You end up getting fired because you're waiting for that talent to show up, and it just doesn't show up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm holding hope. I'm really holding hope that uh, the Charger week is better for him, and the Seattle week is better for him. Because if it's not, and Wright plays to his practice level, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I just think it's Bland right now. It's right after him, and then, then what you got with Joseph.
0: Is Kelvin Joseph uh, one of the instances, Kelvin Joseph versus Nashawn Ryder, even versus Deron Bland, is that one of those instances of the old adage, uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard?
1: I think you is that like a John Woodenism? Yeah, kind of somebody, thing somebody. Yeah, I mean, they, uh,
0: what we don't we always describe? quotes? Me, like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I totally, yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I I think that was actually a Tony I think Romo you, quote. I yeah. think
1: you've documented. I think you've documented very well the times I've worked with you on this podcast and the times I've worked with you on your uh, radio hit with us on 105.3. That there was a very late start in yep. Kelvin Joseph getting going. And nation Wright got going. Bland coming in as draft pick. I mean, Bobby, I'm going to be real honest with you. And I admitted it last night after the game. I was – people were talking about Bland. Oh, and you were one of them. Bland, Bland, Bland. I'm like, what's he doing? Where? Where? Last night I saw what you guys were seeing. That That right there was like – I should have had my eyes open a little bit better for that. But the Kelvin Joseph thing, I – I worry because I don't know if he has the mental toughness to fight his way out of this ditch yeah and if you know if Kelvin Joseph gets cut and Kelvin Joseph and he ends up not going anywhere, Kelvin Joseph will go be a performer somewhere or something he'll fall he'll have something he falls back on but right now Kelvin Joseph is a player that's not playing with a whole hell of a lot of confidence.
0: Question from Sherbaity4 said, Heard you and Brian talking on the podcast about, quote, energy that Dak and Zeke brought in 2016. Yeah. Any chance that CD getting more touches brings similar energy to the squad? He's definitely more animated and exciting than Cooper. Um, it should be. I think they they definitely – we've talked about this a lot. They want more juice out of the wide receiver room, and I, I think that message has been relayed to CD Lamb, and I think CD Lamb is talking more authoritatively. I've referenced the quote several times. During OTAs, when we talked to him, he said, I feel like if I'm not getting going, this offense isn't getting going. And so I think there is a, a, bigger, a, a bigger emphasis on, on his energy and, and being an alpha and stepping into that role as a number one. Um, but sure, yeah, if CeeDee Lamb really starts to come into his own, they could definitely, I think, feed off of that as a football team.
1: No question. I think you had everything you said is absolutely right.
0: Question here from at Boss Techs. And this is referencing something that we've said before on this podcast. He said, head coach keeps players healthy. Cool. What about yeah. all the other management stuff? Discipline, toughness, culture, in-game decisions. Great question. And I think that's what the Cowboys are trying to ask I answered right that
1: question for him. I didn't know it was going to be a question you were going to use. And I answered it. You know, I mean, well, it was, it was in reference to someone asked me, what does this head coach do? And I says he keeps his team very healthy. Yeah. And so then everybody's like, oh, well, you know, what about all the other stuff? You know, okay. Let me ask you this question, Bobby. I'll just say this: what's the what's the other stuff? What what's the other stuff? Well, I mean, the stuff is that, it the, is it challenges? Is it when to go for it on fourth down? Is it? I, I think to it's walk what, over to Kellen Moore and tell him, you know, hey, you got to do this.
0: I think it's I think it's what he mentions there: the discipline, the toughness, the culture, and the end game decisions. That is and, true. And, and I would say all of those. I think that's honestly what the Cowboys. I think that's what Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are evaluating this year. I think they're trying to figure out. Okay, show us that. So, I, I know that's what he's asking: is what about all this other stuff? And I'm telling you, that's what the Cowboys are trying to figure out right now. Well, I think he
1: three years into this, he's responsible for a lot of these players on the team. Yeah. So that's his responsibility. If it's an undisciplined team, he's had a responsibility in that because he brought these players in. Yeah. You know, if you want to talk about game management and all that stuff, yeah, does that lack sure? But the, the discipline, that's, that's on him too, because he brought these guys in and he talks about it all the time. The team's lack of toughness at times. I thought they were tough last night running the football. Yeah. I, they surprised me how tough they were. But he uses the word grit. You know, that's a big Mike McCarthy word grit. Yep. You know, and when we don't see grit and he's mentioning it, that's on him. You know that that's on him. If the team doesn't play with toughness and grit, I thought last night defensively, they played with grit. They didn't give Denver anything running the football
0: last. No, night. they they were they were pretty tough. And they last ran night. the
1: football themselves. So that's about winning, is what that is. That Mark Rippon – or I said Mark Rippon.
0: Uh, <laughs> You're going like, back about thirty years now. <laughs> I, I, I went, <laughs> that's his I, dad. Went
1: way back, I went way way back on that thing like that.
0: Brett Rippon. Brett Griffin.
1: You know that's you know Brett Rippon – is a veteran quarterback. That's the kind of stuff when you when you're evaluating your team, you need Brett Rippin in there throwing the football because you get an idea about your team and all that. So grit, toughness. When when, when grit when Rippin was in there, I felt like they moved the ball better. And there yeah. were a lot of backup guys in there for the Cowboys, but you know, some of those guys also had Story Jackson, those guys, Bland, we mentioned that the those guys stepped up. But I, I thought early in that game, that the Cowboys defensively I thought did a pretty damn good job of
0: of working
1: Denver over.
0: That is uh that's about all the time we have for today. Hopefully you guys feel better about this game. I think there was a little bit of a social media freak out last night. Hopefully we we didn't sugarcoat the bad, but also we gave you some optimistic no. things to look at. Um and, and we'll be looking ahead. We we got these chargers practices coming up, and before you know it, the season will be here. Uh, but, uh, that'll do it for us today. And Brian and I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday.